0: Welcome to Selfish Confidence, a place where we can connect and be real about how hard it is to be your damn self. My name is Jess, and my goal is to help you build confidence and belief in yourself to live any life path you want, even if it's unconventional. It's time to flip off societal pressures and connect with women who've also felt on the outside by their life choices. We're here to encourage you to grab the mic and speak your truth. I know it can be scary, but we're in this together. Let's get started. Hello, hello, and welcome to this week's episode of the Selfish Confidence Podcast. It's Jess here, and we are diving into an extra special topic today. And maybe I say that about all of the episodes and all of the interviews and everything, but I truly mean it when I hop on the mic here and I sit down and I'm like, this is a good one. This is a special one because every single episode has a special meaning. It means my commitment to sitting down on this mic and hanging out with you and having a moment to just share my voice after years of being afraid to do it. So I always think it's just the coolest thing to be able to sit down and to hang out with you and that you listen to this. So thank you. Thank you for being here. Thank you for being a part of this journey. It is, It still blows my mind as we quickly approach 200 episodes of this podcast. And I know I wouldn't be sitting here today if you didn't listen to it. I would have lost motivation a long time ago if you didn't listen. So I just want to say thank you for being here and for being a part of this journey. And today we're talking about how we just celebrated 8 years uh wedding anniversary over here and that's one thing that we also never thought that we'd get to either. And I know it's just 8 years. It's not that long. It's not like 50 years, but every year Is celebrated as if it's 50 years for us. It's really special that we've made it this far when people told us that we wouldn't, or when we didn't think we would because we were so young when we met. Glenn and I were 21 when we met, and we got married at 25. And so we're celebrating 12 years together, eight years married. And it's just one of those things sometimes that you look back on, you're just like, whoa, where has the time gone? And how do we still like each other so much? That's a big one for me. <laughs> we say it all the time. I'm like, I still like you. Uh, I think it's because a lot of people in society tells us that marriage sucks and that everything about relationships are bad and that you'll be unhappy and all of these things. And we actually talked about this at dinner the other night, that typically the world tells you it's going to be hard and it's going to suck and you're going to be miserable. And don't get me wrong, some days it is like that. They're not all great days. But I'm still going to celebrate that we've made it to another year and that we're still happy. And I really hate that that's not the norm. I really wished that it was expressed more because sometimes we feel like we can't share about our happiness because there's so many people in the world who are unhappy, right? And as I think that, I'm like, that's absolutely ridiculous. That's more of a reason to share it because I want people to have examples of marriage and examples of relationships that are doing really well. And I really wish that like Glenn was sitting here with me recording this, but he still refuses to come on the podcast. So, if you're listening to this, we should make a poll. Who wants Glenn to come on the podcast and actually talk about this himself so that I'm not always the one just like saying, "Oh, we talked about that. Maybe I'm lying." Okay? Maybe I'm lying. We don't know because Glenn won't come on. So maybe, maybe we can get him to come on and actually share his side of the story for once. But if you remember, if you've been listening to this since episode one, my old intro to the podcast talked about how I wanted to feel as comfortable on the couch as I do out in public. That was always the main goal when it came to my confidence. Like, I want to feel as confident as I do at home, out in the real world. And we're not totally there yet. Obviously, I'm way more comfortable sitting here right now in the confidence corner in my PJs recording this episode. And I'd love to be able to do that in the real world, to just like go and wear whatever I want and say whatever I want and do whatever I want. We're not there yet. But when I first wrote that intro back in 2021, I was really thinking about who I am with my husband. And I am truly myself. I've been in relationships where I wasn't able to be all sides of myself. And when I found a person who I could do that with, it felt really uncomfortable because I wasn't used to it, but also just really safe. And to be truly me, at least in one relationship, Helped me to start to discover my confidence in so many other areas. It also helped me to notice when I wasn't feeling confident because I knew who I was at my best. And I don't even want to say at my best, just like I knew who I was at a core. Like, so I could tell, I could tell when it was off, right? And when we went to Barbados, it was off. Even though I was with Glenn, it wasn't the same and it just didn't feel right. And that's where I think we can start to learn and understand our confidence and who we are a little bit more if we are to look at one relationship. So it doesn't have to be, you know, a life partner or who you're dating. It could be your best friend. It could be your mom. It could be anybody who you feel truly yourself with is the best merit for your confidence. What about them makes you feel safe, makes you feel like you can be yourself? And what do you like about yourself when you're with them? And really start to make those characteristics and like make a list of things about yourself that you like when you're with this person who allows you to be like all different parts of yourself, all different, you know, versions of yourself in one room. And what I love about this community and this podcast, it's that we do things differently. We do all things in our life. We're just a little bit different. And we really challenge how the world has told us to do things. And I think that's the same in relationships. And I really want this to be something that you can take into all relationships, not just necessarily a marriage. So remember that with an open mind as we talk about a few of the things that I wanted to share with you today. This can be applied to any relationship that's important to you. And again, that could be a parent, it could be your best friend, it could be a work relationship. It's just so important that you incorporate a few of these things that we're going to talk about today to have a really healthy and strong relationship of all kinds. But I love that we've approached this in a really different way because we do things differently here. Of course, our relationships are going to look different than the rest of the world, than what society has told us, that the videos and the movies that we've seen online have told us it's supposed to be one way, Right? Of course we do it different because we do everything different here. And I think sometimes that's what messes us up the most when it comes to our confidence in relationships because we see something on TV and are like, that is the way. That's the only way. And for if you're a 90s kid like me, we've seen, you know, the same way of looking at relationships on TV for years. They haven't really challenged a way of doing it differently until like now it's starting to kind of change a bit. But until then, it was very standard, like husband, wife, husband is so masculine and manly and and wife is so homely and caring and loving. And there was only one way of seeing it. And if we take that image that we've watched for our whole lives and apply it to our own marriage or even... Use it as a merit of comparison to our own relationships. We're like, oh, mine doesn't look like that. My husband didn't come home with flowers today. Or my partner didn't you know, clean the bathroom like they did on that TV show. Or anyways, and insert the things that we've seen online that we go into our own relationships and realize they're not like that. They're not going to be like that. That's a scripted TV show. And in our heads, we can be like, oh yeah, obviously it's not going to be like that. It's a scripted TV show. But there's still a standard in our head that we've seen over and over and over again growing up that has taught us what a relationship should look like. So here's where I want you to start today. If you're listening to this and you're like, okay, I want to strengthen some relationships in my life. I really want to go deep and, and really create strong relationships. I would ask myself, what does this relationship look like? What is the ideal relationship look like for me? We do this in our program, The Confidence Collective. We often do it about ourselves. So what is the ideal day? What is like the perfect work day, the perfect fun day, the perfect day? And how can we incorporate that into our our days now? Same thing goes for your relationship. So what would be the perfect relationship? What are the characteristics of a relationship and a partner that would be so perfect for you? And what are the characteristics in yourself that would contribute to this kind of relationship? We point fingers a lot in relationships, like it's all about what the other person is doing. But just think if you were to take a minute and take all the ownership back on you, take control back just for a minute and figure out what it is that you actually want. Because what you want is important in a relationship too, just as it is for your partner, right? So once you figure out for you what this ideal relationship would look like, get them to do it too. Really know that having both sides is going to help you to have that solid foundation that's really going to help you to move forward and having the relationship of your dreams. And I remember when I first started dating Glenn, and this would be back in like 2011 and I had just gotten out of a relationship. I had been dumped. Uh, And I say that because I truly believe if I hadn't been broken up with, I might still be with that person today. And I might be absolutely miserable and sad and not myself because that wasn't the ideal relationship, but I would have settled. So I remember when I first started dating Glenn and I had this conversation with him because I've always been a person who wanted to be open about what I wanted and I didn't want to just date around for the sake of dating around. I was always a person who was dating with the intention of marrying and someone listening to this is going to be like, Jess, you knew that at 21 and like I did. It was just something I always wanted was the right partner. And the right partner for the long term, like I didn't really want to do the whole like dating around thing now I look back, we talked about this the other night at dinner, and I'm like we missed out on like all the online dating and everything, but did we miss out i don't I don't know, I don't think so, but anyways, having strong communication and making sure I told my partner what I wanted even from the beginning really rooted that strong foundation in communication, and someone actually asked Glenn the other day like. What would be your marriage advice? And he even said communication. Being able to communicate with your partner about everything, about your finances, your work, what's stressing you out, um, to the color of your poops. Like Being able to talk about everything is really a beautiful gift and that comes with having strong communication. And if you're like, I don't know, how do, you, how do you have strong communication? It really just comes from practice. It comes from just like talking about everything. And maybe your partner isn't really open about talking about a lot of things. Maybe they come from a family who didn't talk about their feelings very much or they didn't talk about you know what they wanted in life. It's just like, well, it is what it is, right? You can lead by example in this and just talk talk, tell them everything, open up about everything, share things with them. And even if you feel like they're not giving it back to you, know that this takes time. Like It's something that they have to learn that you're safe to share with too. Even if you've been married for a really long time, they can come from different backgrounds. We all have different family backgrounds. And I've noticed this too, just in little things that Glenn does and little things that I do that um, just come from different ways of living. So being able to be open about things Even if it's just like, hey, my favorite color is pink today. And I know that sounds like a really weird thing to say, but by now you should know. I'm a little bit weird. And so being really open and blunt about things like, hey, I would really love spaghetti for dinner. (laughs) It's going to happen by you voicing it, by you saying it out loud, even if it means you just going out and getting it. But they know a little bit more about you because you were open and you shared. We've been watching a lot of home improvement lately. It's on Disney Plus. We're like, sweet, we'll watch a, a little home improvement to end the day. And we think it's hilarious. But obviously there is that traditional marriage role, although in the 90s, they I could notice they were trying to like push status quo a bit. But anyways, to the point, we've been watching a lot of home improvement lately. And there's been an episode that we watched recently where I think it was like an anniversary or I don't know, it was something. And Jill, who is the wife in the show, wanted something really specific. She wanted her husband to show her that he cared, that he listened, that he knew what she wanted for her birthday or something like that. And Tim really struggled with this. Tim's the husband in the show. He really struggled because he didn't know what to get her. And, you know, he tended to get her these like silly things like a power tool or something. It's something that he wanted, right? And she just wanted to be seen. And to be loved. And Glenn was like, why doesn't he? she just say what she wants? And I totally see where she's coming from. She wanted him to do it on his own. She felt like because they'd been married so long that he should know what she would want. And I get it. Like I totally understand that feeling of just wanting to be seen and for your partner to know you so deeply. This also comes from you having that communication, talking about things, bringing things up. But I also think there's something really special in asking for what you want. And this comes in all areas of our life, Like just like asking your partner for support or asking your partner for what you need. And again, this can go back to the love languages. I put that on my list for something that I thought was really important to talk about too, because the love languages can really help you to understand how you give and receive love. So for me, an act of service, Glenn coming home and this morning he took out all the recycling and the garbage before he went out to work. That is so incredibly helpful for me. There's less clutter in the kitchen. I feel like I'm walking into a clean space. That shows me that he cared. He cares so much about me that he got rid of the garbage. Awesome. Thank you. That's love for me. I don't need flowers and diamonds and rings and and all of this stuff. For me, it's enough to have the garbage taken out. It might be different for you. And that comes from you knowing your love language. Maybe for you, you feel loved when your partner thinks of you on the drive home and they bring your favorite candy home or they bring flowers home or they do bring a designer bag home. Whatever it is for you, that sometimes needs to be communicated. And it comes from knowing your love language. So knowing yours and knowing your partner's is like the most important thing to do because you'll understand your communication a little bit better. But anyways, back to Jill and Tim. He was really struggling with this and I don't remember what he ended up getting her, but it was definitely something that she didn't want. And so for us, we've always been really open about asking for what you want. And even if it's as simple as being like, hey, like I need you to do these chores or it's as big as like, hey, this is what I want for my birthday. Like go get it. And people don't always see that as a good way of doing things because your partner, quote unquote, should know what you want right? They should know you so well that they know what you want. Well, I change my mind every freaking day. Like, I don't know what I want tomorrow. Like today I want apple pie. Tomorrow I might want, you know, lemon meringue. We don't know. It changes all the time. And so it's so important for me to just be open and honest with the changes and to ask for what I want. I would rather know what I'm getting and have communication with my partner on that than be disappointed on my birthday. Because I've done the thing where you're like, I hope that he'll get me something or he'll get me this or we'll do that. But I know I like to be in control on some of these things. So it's just easier for me. Plus, our banking's all together anyway. I might as well just go and get my own gift, which I know is besides the point. But again, we do things differently here and it works for us. So find what works best for you. But I know that communication and asking for what you want, and it doesn't have to be specifically gift related, but asking for what you need and what you want is going to help you to have a stronger relationship because that communication is going to be there. And I will say this too, asking for what you want can even be, hey, honey, I want you to go out and pick out something nice for me that you think I will like for my birthday. And you can release the need of it being too perfect or release you know, what you think the gift should be. But asking for that, even just taking that step, hey, honey, I want you to go out and pick out something that you think I will like. I know this might be hard for you, but it's really special for me to know that you know me on this level, right? And being open about that, telling them why it's important for you. It's not just like, oh, the old ball and chain asking for things. Like, no, that's not what it's about, Right, It's about being able to feel loved in that way. And again, that comes from your love language. And the last thing I have on my list here that's just something that has really helped us was making our partner a priority. It's as simple as that. And making sure that they feel special and they feel seen. And again, that can come from knowing your love language and that can come from communicating. One of my love languages is words of affirmation. So that might be why words and communicating is so important to me. But maybe for you, when you do the test, it's gifts, right? And that's really important to you. So just getting clear on that and making that a priority to show love to your partner and for them to show love to you. Number one in all relationships is make it a priority. I notice this in friendships too, especially my friends who have kids where we don't have kids. That was always a fear of mine that I would lose friendships because we weren't on that same life path. And, of course, some have faded, but also some have gotten stronger because I can be there on a dime i can I can show up for my friends, I can prioritize those relationships because I have a bit more flexibility in my schedule, and the friends who prioritize me and calling and and making sure we have girls' nights and dates and and communicate on things are the friendships that are gonna last and help us to get through. These harder seasons when it's really busy as I'm growing a business, as, as we're going back to work and people are doing things and having kids and life is going on. Life is freaking busy. But the relationships that are important get prioritized because I don't want to lose them. I don't want to get 30 years down the road, have a booming building business, them have full grown kids. And we lost touch because we didn't make it a priority. That goes in your marriage, that goes in your relationship with your parents, that goes with your best friends, that goes with your coworkers. Think of the relationships that have faded after you've left a job, right? You think like, oh, we'll be friends forever. And then you leave that job and then those coworker relationships go because they're not a daily priority anymore. And this doesn't have to be like a drop everything. This has to be your whole life, you know. but a call or a text here and there. And when it comes to the relationships that are in your home, maybe it's, you know, making a nice meal or saying hi when they get home or putting your phone down sometimes and talking to them. Like showing them that you care in these very simple ways can make a relationship last so much longer. I truly do believe like confidence in yourself is knowing yourself, right? It's knowing who you are and being able to be open with yourself about that. Confidence in a relationship comes from knowing yourself and being able to show that with another person. It's easy for me to be confident alone in a room and like close the door and nobody can see anything. It's another thing to take that confidence to the next level with the people around you to be truly yourself. And I'm sure you can think of one person who you know who can just out loud be themselves all the time. Like they don't even have to like worry about it. Like they just are themselves. And I love when I see those people out in the wild, I'm like, that's so freaking cool. I wish I could do that. You can, right? It takes practice. It takes knowing yourself. It takes those steps of really communicating that with someone else and just being you, even if it's a little bit more every single day. And for those of you who are listening to this who are not in a love relationship, of course, you can apply these to any relationship, but really take this time to get to know yourself Know who you are like a hundred percent at the core and don't settle for anyone who makes you feel like you are not enough or that you are too much, right? You are a gift exactly as you are. And I think the best thing I ever did, and again, it was not on me. It was definitely on, you know, divine timing was to find the right person. And again, as I said earlier, had my boyfriend not broken up with me, this would not be my life. I would not be sitting here recording this podcast. And although that super sucked, I'm so eternally grateful because the best thing walked in the door about a month after that breakup and he's still in the door. He's still here (laughs) 12 years later. So just to wrap up a couple things that'll help you to have more confidence in your relationship is communication. And again, if your partner's not open to that, you be open to it. You just talk. Okay. Just communicate while they're around. Tell them what you need. Talk about what's important to you. And even if it's not reciprocated, let it just be something that um, they'll learn from you as you go. Okay? Second, know your love language and know your partner's love language. And if they're like, I'm not taking some stupid quiz about my love language, which we all know those partners... You can take it for them, <laughs> or just do it in a fun way. I remember when Glenn and I first started talking about this together. We were listening to a podcast episode about love languages, and so when we were listening it to it like on a on a long drive, we were like, "Oh okay, like let's do the quiz and that's how it started for us. So just maybe introduce it in a really fun way." And go with that because I know that this one can be a stretch for some people, but this has been really helpful for us to know ourselves better and also know how and how to give and receive love. And then the third one is prioritize your relationships. Prioritize making people feel special. It's like that thing that our parents told us, like, do unto others as others would do unto you. Like Live that and prioritize that in your relationships. How you want to be treated in your relationship, treat your partner that way. And again, if they're not reciprocating it, give them some time in this. Just keep showing up, keep showing up, keep showing up. And then I know there's going to get to be a point where you're like, no, I'm done. Like, this is enough. I've done so much. But do your best to show up, even if it's not being reciprocated just yet, and help them to learn what you need by voicing and speaking it up and communicating. Hey, I need a little bit more from you today, okay? Actually, I need a little bit more from you every freaking day. And remember, no one ever manipulated their way into a better relationship, okay? So don't think that passive-aggressive or leaving the dishes for like a week is really what's going to help make your relationship better. Like maybe they'll finally get it. Just say what you need, okay? Communication is so important And even if they don't hear it, I know, say it over and over again, put the sticky notes everywhere, do what you can. There has to be a point though. I know you're going to have a point where you're just like, I can't do this anymore. That's for you to decide. But until then, just communicate, communicate everything and let them know what color your poop was today. Because I really think it strengthens a relationship when your partner knows what color your poop was today. So (laughs) I hope you have an awesome week and I can't wait to hear how things are going for you, how you're feeling, and and really diving into knowing yourself first. I love you so much. I hope you have an awesome week. What's up, sis? I am so glad we could hang out today. If you love this episode, send it to a friend or share it on your social media and tag me so I can personally thank you for helping me sprinkle some confidence in the world. And don't forget, you are magic. Let's show the world your shine.